Ever since I was a young boy, I played the silver ball. From Seoul down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like it in any amusement hall. That deaf, dumb, blind kid sure plays a mean dead ball. Talking to the people involved with collecting, playing, repairing, restoring and operating pinball and arcade culture around New Zealand and beyond. You are listening to Simon's Pinball Podcast. Um, so I'm here in Christchurch, I'm down for the Wellington versus uh, Christchurch Pinball competition which is an annual event and it was it was originally set up to um, combat the Aucklandization of pinball <laughs> by someone who lives in Christchurch, um, I think by the name of Mark Neville and he said hey let's get this Christchurch to Wellington thing going so this is the third one, it's 2019 and um, I'm, I'm Simon I'm from Wellington, and I'm visiting a friend who lives in Christchurch uh, called Nick Tapar, and uh, he's very graciously um, allowed me to come and speak with him. And we're going to talk about his history uh, and uh, involvement with arcade and pinball um, going back, I'm not sure how long, but we're going to find out. Um, so, um, yeah, Nick, hello. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Simon. <laughs> it's nice to, uh, nice to hang out with you. And um, so you, I did send you a list of questions, but we're just going to have a kind of a more of a conversation. And um, and I know that you have worked in arcades going back to possibly the 80s. Yes, correct. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? So it all sort of first started, we had a, um, a burger bar up Rickerton Road. There was actually, a, there was about three. And uh, I got to know one one guy, it was a place called Whopper Burger, and we used to hang out there. And they only had about maybe six games. And uh, I've got to know the guy quite well. His name was Rodney, and uh, sort of he'd want to go off and do something, and he'd leave me in charge of the little burg- burger right. bar. And we right. got to play Stargate and uh, Hyper Olympics and that for free, which is... Which was Stargate was a video game. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was um, part of... Um, was, I think it was the second oh, part yeah, of... Oh, yeah, Stargate. It was the, yeah, it was the, the sequel to of, Defender. Uh, yeah, sequel Defender, to Defender. Yeah, of course. Walk, yeah, no, I, 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 um, cool for some reason, I, I was thinking of the pinball Stargate. But, no, of yes. course, Stargate. Yeah. So we used to play that. And they, they another cool game there called Burning Rubber. Right. We used to jump the cars and land... Or you had to try not to hit the stuff to get the sort yeah. of biggest yeah. bonus. Yeah. So that was the first thing. Um, that was sort of back early 80s. Right. And then sort of... When I was at high school, sort of 13, 14... We used to go down to university, and at university they had a massive arcade underneath the uh, thing that was called the replay center. Right. And I got friendly with the guy that was there, and um, he used to sort of want to go off and have a smoke or go and see his girlfriend right. or whatever, and right. he used to leave me in charge of the arcade. But you weren't actually working there. Uh, I wasn't paid, but I got to play <laughs> games for free and have yeah. milkshakes and stuff. That's awesome. And uh, we used to. I used to get my mates down and we used to play the four-player gauntlet. Oh, yes, I remember gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, we used to just, like, Thor hammer. needs food. Valkyrie <laughs> needs food. So that, that, it just keeps sucking your 20s yeah, in, doesn't yeah, it? That, that was the <laughs> only real game that I can remember actually playing there because it was 
it was quite expensive. I think it was forty cents a game. Yeah. But we he used to put a key in and turn right. this thing, and it was it was free 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 play. So right. me and my three mates just hammer the crap out because like, it wasn't a very popular place. Yeah. Lots of games. Yeah. But not many people sort of went there. It was just like students, I think. That Those were, gauntlet machines occasionally pop up. You've probably seen. Yeah, I've seen there was one just recently. Just yeah. um yeah. Show showed up. Pretty yeah. Cool. And so you didn't have to pay for Gauntlet, because my memories of Gauntlet, it was hugely expensive. It was 40 cents a game. We had to keep pumping money yep. in to keep your character alive. It was actually, yeah. it, was, it, it was set quite hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you had four people playing... Did you ever get, ever, get to the, ever get to the end of the game? It doesn't end. It doesn't end. No, you okay. sort of, I think you have to kill like a dragon or something, right. and, you, right. and you just keep going. Sort right. of, um, we were up to two, three, like level 300 after, you know, it was like five, five right. hours. That's amazing. And like wrist And four sword. people playing, or three four. or two, four, four. people playing. Because yep. <laughs> you do out. a lot of team-up stuff, eh? Yep, yep. And the, the, the wizard has powers and yep. every, all the characters. And it, was, and it was really loud, I remember it was really, really loud. Yeah. Wow. So that was sort of... That was about 84, you reckon? Yeah, it was about 84, was yeah. 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Um, and then sort of uh, left home and then uh, ended up, um, our friend became the manager of the doghouse. Right. And so we used to go visit them. Has that got, already existed or was that, that a new... That had been around for a very, yeah, very long yeah, time. And yeah. uh, it was well, well known as a place where you didn't really want to go during the night time. Yeah. Um, but during the day it was fine. Yeah. But I mean, it sort of depended on who you were, I think. Um, I mean... So that, that was about 88, 89. We sort of, he, uh, he, he became the, the manager of that. And and was, was there pinball there or was it just video there, games? Yes, yes, there was. Um, I can remember, oh, I can't remember what, what pinballs were there then. At, the Burger Bar didn't have pinball though, just had video games. It had pinball up top and it had right. pinball on the back wall. Right. Um, I yeah. just can't remember what ones yeah. were there. Yeah. Yeah. But so I laid it down the piece. Yeah. Um, so I think I took over because it was owned by Dave Dave Sloan. Right. And Dave Sloan sold it to a guy called Calvin Coffee. Right. And um, Calvin sort of re revamped it because he ended up buying that. All the Farmer Johns. Um, he bought Simon's. Uh, and he, he had games at places like Munch Machine, Road Road yeah. Runner, all those yeah. old burger bars which are all now gone. Yeah. And uh, I can remember the games um, that, that were there then, where there was there was like Pinbot. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Brod. Pin, Pinbot was eighty six, yeah. so yeah. probably would have been Pinbot. Yeah. There was uh, Terminator. That's ninety one. There it, was Doctor Dude or right. one of those sort yeah. of type yeah. ones like that. Um, there yeah. was um, there was a Getaway. Yeah. And the the Getaway came from a pub down. Colombo Street. I can't remember the name of the pub. This is at the doghouse. Yep, yep, yeah, 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 yeah It was bought, um, and there was a lot of really, really cool, cool games. And there was a defender as you walked in. The yeah. there was like two, two doors at the front when you right. walked in. There was a defender right. that sat there for ever. It would have been one of the New Zealand cabinets or American. It was cabinet. American. American one. cabinet. Yeah, yeah. It was because um, it had like the had like the twenty five cent quarter right. thing oh, on cool. the front front of it. So had, someone was bringing in trays on the side. Someone's bringing in the dedicated units. But generally, we saw a lot of the New Zealand cabinets in those days. There was so look, there was three farm farmer Johns. Yeah. And most people only remember two. So there was one. There was the big one down in Papua Nui. Yeah. Um, there was one underneath Bailey's eight eight one eight. Yeah. But there was another one that was down Carlton Mill Corner, which is now a liquor store beside the. Right. And I remember that one there back in about eighty. 
be 85 or 86 right. with us going there and um, Defender was there yeah. and you had to go and pay give the guy 25 cents yeah. and it'd give you an American quarter oh cool it. so you actually had to put quarters yeah, in you had to that's put awesome. quarters into it yeah that's awesome but I, I, that, that place didn't hang yeah. around for long I think it was only open for about a year yeah um, yeah right and um, Wizards was around at the same time Wizards had, had yeah. been around for about about the same same time as like early 80s they started off, they had a go-kart track inside it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they did that, because the, um, they weren't electric. They were pe- yeah. pe- petrol-powered, and the place used to just fill up with smoke. Wow. And you but, just drove around like a kidney-shaped So thing. for, for yeah. those for those listening, um, in Christchurch, it had a, an arcade history, or a kind of an arcade, what we hear in Burger Bar history, um, and um, Wizards and Doghouse um, were fairly legendary um, venues, for people that love to play pinball and video games, so we're just um, uh, trying to get a, get you a bit of a perspective on what it was like. And so Wizards was around, and the Doghouse they coexisted at the same time. Yes, there was. Were there people that kind of went to both, or there were some that favoured one over the other? Uh, no, they sort of went to both. There's across the road from Wizards was Simon's, which then became yeah. Mo's. Yeah. Um, and there was a number of other arcades in town. There was. Um, just underneath the press building, Dave Sloan opened up a, another um, arcade, which was all the old games right. that he was sort of retiring. Right. Yeah. So there were, that place was called Fun City, and it had like Indian Battle tank right. battle where you could like right. aim the. So these bullets. were owned by different people. All these venues owned by different but, people. But this guy Dave yes. Sloan. Yep. He, did you Dave, say? Dave Sloan was like he was he was the most famous of the lot. Yeah, he yeah. he's. Legendary. <laughs> and did he own Wizards or Doghouse? He or? owned Doghouse. He owned Doghouse. Yeah, right. originally, and right. then he sold it. Yes. Right. Um, they never closed, do they? What's that, sorry? They never closed. It was open twenty four seven. I can remember the Doghouse shutting twice. Wow. Once was when there was a fire, and the other time was when a town's main blew, um, just in behind so the, they were the open cathedral, 20... and it flooded the whole place. They were open twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. That's incredible. Yep. Incredible. Um, I remember I went to Dunedin briefly, and I'm not. This isn't such an arcade story, but I worked at a hotel, the Southern Cross down there. Over this was the summer of '87, and um, they had a what they called the Dally Calf that was open 24 hours. And I, coming from Wellington to Dunedin, I thought, well, Wellington has nothing that's open 24 hours. It is the diner, but that even that shuts at three or four. I'm sure of yep. it. Or maybe it was 24 24-7. But that's incredible when you hear of places open 24-7. Yeah, and it was seven. like 3, 4 on a Saturday morning or yeah. Sunday morning. place was packed with vagrants. Yeah, people who have um, <laughs> yeah. been drinking all night and they want to go to the arcade. and. Well, yeah, be, I'd been at drinking. And they, because they sold legendary food as well. They sold yeah. these square pizzas. They yeah. sold these... Milkshakes called yeah. a both barrel bull, bullseye, yeah. which is like two eggs and whipped the, cream the and cinnamon. And the food's got to bring people oh, in, eh? Yeah. I mean, the I, I don't remember them doing pies or anything. Do you think like it was that. quite rough? Do you think it was quite oh, rough? Oh, yeah, it was rough. It yeah. was rough. Like the, the, the clientele were quite rough? Yeah, there was a few people killed outside of the really? place. Um, right. Sort of like gang gang related stuff. Uh, yeah. the, the street kids used to hang out outside, like yeah. sniffing glue. And, yeah. uh, I remember a guy. I remember a guy standing there one day and he had. His face was like pink, bright pink. Right. And I was thinking, why the hell is his face bright pink? And then he pulls a can of pink dazzle out of his 
<laughs> pocket, sprays his glove, and then sticks it on his face and starts sniffing it. And he had this pink handprint oh on god. his face. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, it was just funny. That's 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 quite a sight. Yeah. Um. So you you were no, just. I'm sorry, I may have missed it. But you were working at the doghouse. I yes, I used to work at the doghouse. Um. Sort of help behind the bar when you know the um, yeah. the counter occasionally. But my other job was to um clean all the machines right. and uh, do diagnostic checks on like the pinballs right. and um, find out what was wrong oh, with them. Because like back in those days, you know the uh, the pinballs, you could push the diagnostic check and it would yeah. tell you like yeah. this, this bulb's out, that's out. No, and, and my job was to replace rubbers and and you just, were and just easy stuff. You were in your twenties at that stage. Yeah, twenties. Twenties. And you would have that would have given you a little bit of knowledge about how the games functioned and and just doing a bit of technical. Yeah, it told me not what to touch. Work. Right, right. <laughs> I remember touching something with a screwdriver that didn't have a piece of rubber on it. You know, I got blown across the top level of oh my the doghouse and bash, bash my head. And so you were getting them with tools as well oh, and yeah, repairing yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you? A lot um, of stuff was quite easy to yeah, um, fix, yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, electricity is. Did they have a not your friend? Did, did the guy who owned the doghouse have a technician that he used, or did he did he did he call someone in, or did he do his if own? If it was something repairs? major, I think he did a lot of stuff himself. But he was quite a busy man. Right. I think he had other um, things like going on. It was just a it was just a money maker for so him. So you were kind of the technician, kind of yeah, for um, like a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but in those days, if the games were new enough, they probably wouldn't have needed much work. No, nah, it was just. Um, Used to have like the driving games. You know, there, yeah. we, there, there was no driving game there called. I think it was called Hell Driver. It yeah. was. A, it was a black and white one. It was a double one. Yeah. And um, you'd be driving it, and all of a sudden the car wouldn't steer. And right. was, I mean, by process of elimination, by opening up and having a look, yeah. oh, had these copper panels. And if the copper panels don't touch, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you know, it doesn't work. So you yeah. just bend the copper panels a little bit, and then wow. the, once they all touch, yeah, she's, yeah. she's working. It's amazing what you can um, learn from just getting in there and having a look. My friend, exactly. when I first started with pinball, um, I didn't know anything, and I remember when I bought, I bought white water brand new and stuck it in a diner. And the flipper um, broke, and it was only a broken spring. But of course, I panicked. You know, brand new game, the flipper's broken. What do I do? What do I? Do? I rang my brother, who used to be an amusement tech in the early eighties, and he always used to give me the same response: oh, "I'm not interested. I don't do that anymore. I'm not interested." <laughs> so, but my friend Mick, getting to the point, my friend Mick, who I used to bring in to do my more more um, difficult technical stuff, always said to me, "Your best tool is your eyes. You look at it and you see what's going on." And that's your best diagnostic tool. Yeah. So that's kind of what you were doing is when you got in, in there and you just see what needs needs replacing yeah. or repairing. If something was blackened, you knew that it was burnt out. Yeah, exactly, much. exactly. Look, and yeah, look, look for melted wires. So do you remember what pinballs you were working on? Oh, well, the there was Terminator 2. There was Adam's Family. Yeah. Um, there was Bride of Pinbot. I think what they were, was. They were, that was so that was the glory day of pinball. Everyone, that would have been really popular. Yeah, there was popular. White Water. There was Taxi. Yeah. Street Fighter. Street Fighter One or Two, whatever it was. Um, yeah. I don't know, there was a few others. I just can't think what there was. Um, there was heaps. Is there anyone else on the scene now in the pinball scene today, twenty nineteen? you remember was around in those days when you were like in the arcades doing stuff there's a couple of guys which i'm friends on facebook with yeah. um you know which still yeah yeah there's yeah there's a there's a few that i'm still free friends with now who like we hung out with in the 80s so the yeah. guys that used to come yeah. in and play the games yeah that's good there that's was a cool. guy his name was 
Damien on it. I've yeah. seen him around and yeah. he's autistic. Yeah. He would come into the doghouse, put 20 cents in, defend right. it, and play it for two hours. Right, right. Wow. And he'd just sit there and he, he, would, he would actually barely move. He'd just yeah. stand and just, what you see him move yeah. was his fingers and his eyes. And he just stood there still. And those guys that I've can, seen that guy around. Those guys that can play defender to like pass the 10th level, they just blow me away. I don't know how they do it. They get to the clear screen, the clear yeah. frame screen. Basically what he would do is he'd kill everything on the screen yeah. Yeah. except for one astronaut and right. just carry that one astronaut right. around because yeah. when, when you lose your last yeah. astronaut, that's when things go a bit yeah. up. Exactly. So he'd just, he'd just hold onto that and just drive... <laughs> You know, just fly, just fly, fly around. You didn't have to worry about because if you kill all the other, so he would shoot the other nine himself, or he'd just let because he wouldn't want them to become uh, mutants. mutants. Yeah, yeah. So he would, he would shoot, so take them out himself, and then so carry one. So there was one. no mutants. So <laughs> yeah. there's no mutants. Yeah, that's awesome. It was only, um, it was there was only a thing called a, is it a Britter or brighter or something, which so, was like a fast thing when it sort of if you took so, too much time. So so Kim's t- showing me a. Um, Facebook um, a guy on Facebook called Brent Silby. Oh yeah, Brent Silby. I know yeah. Brent. Yes. Yeah. And he's got a looks like an old photo of him in front of a burger bar. Yeah, that's uh, the that's, road that's road a, road runner and that's a cool photo actually. Sydney. Well, these guys are wearing like denim jackets and stuff. It's great. Yeah, the eighties, the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where were we? Defender. Yeah, that's that was an awesome game. I, I was hooked on Defender as a kid. Um, it wasn't. I mean, there was no way you could make that game easy. No. <laughs> it was just yeah. And it is what if it was. you've um, if you've ever read an interview with Eugene Jarvis and Larry Demar, who both designed Defender, I think it was mostly Eugene Jarvis, but Larry Demar was involved. Um, I mean, it's really interesting reading. And one of the things it was the first video game that had the concept of a landscape beyond the screen. Yeah. And um, um. Also, what makes those early video games so great is their limitations. I think, like Robotron, and and um, or even the scrolling shooters, they're so they're, it's almost poetic because it's very simple, a very stripped down kind of concept. But no, Defender was was a legendary game. Uh, any other games, video games that you loved? Um, I loved Star Wars, the certain one, and, yeah. and I did own own one for a while. Um, I actually owned the one from Wizards. Um, oh, right. For about three three years, right. very very hard game, right. but it was just cool. But it was massive, it was huge. Yeah. I owned that, and I owned a Star Wars Data East Pimble at the same same time. Right, because I was well, I was quite in, into it. But then yeah. yeah, basically we sold them to yeah. help buy a house. Yeah, sure. So so you were buying some of the stock from Wizards and Doghouse. So yourself? what happened is when when the Doghouse folded, which was when um, you reckon. Oh, Sort of late nineties, I think. Yeah. Maybe early early two thousands. Right. Um, all the machines got put into a huge warehouse. Right. And the warehouse had a door at the back and had big doors at the front. And what happened is um, they went to do a big auction there, and someone had, had had a key and got in from the back. Yeah. So it looked like there was a heap of stock there. And yeah. They'd, they'd removed the games one at a time from the back, so there's a whole lot of games went missing. Oh. Right. And it was yeah it was. A local guy that had taken them, right. um, and as far as we know, he still got them. Because um, he just had access to the warehouse. He had taken the key, oh, and uh, okay. but I didn't even even know what happened about it. But um, yeah, there's some really good games went from there, including one of the old Midway um, Space Invaders. Yeah. With the big base unit and with the real deep. Right. Right. Yeah. The the original. Yes, like one that Mike Mike Foles owns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that came out in the blue. I've got the blue and blue and white, blue and white one, which is seventy eight, which is black. They're all black and white. 
but then they came out with the red one. But they were the really lovely American cabinets. Oh, beautiful. Um, but we often used to see the um, the more generic cabinets in New Zealand. So it was always I'm like I'm like you. I always the used sort to, of veneery, the veneer type. Yeah, the, like the chest, the yeah. chestronics yeah. cabinets. But I was I like you. I used to love seeing the original cabinets um, because of course they had the converging mirror with the yeah. reflective moon and stuff. Um, the Space Invaders was huge, and so so the games went kind of got auctioned off basically and, and taken by some dude yeah, who, I mean, who had access when uh, Wizards folded I think <clears throat> all those went to a big warehouse as well but there was a big fire oh shit sure. and uh, a lot of those got destroyed because like, I remember playing some great games in there I used yeah. to love they had a big walk-in Tron yeah. used to walk inside this huge game it was wow. massive it had like two doors on it and you walk in and, and it was was, was, it was, it, was great. Was it owned by Coin Cascade? It was owned by Coin Cascade, yeah. yeah and it was, so, it was run at the time by a guy called Gordon. Right. Um, and they had a little burger bar there that was run by this Asian family. The um, I can't think of their name, but they were, they were just lovely little people. And they used to do these deals. Yeah. So they used to, um, Wizards used to have these deals. It was like $10, $10 on a Saturday night for like all you can, you know, all you can play for like three hours, whatever wow. it was. So we just go around with a key and just turn all these game games on to free play and um, away they go. You know, there was like scout groups and roller skating groups and it was like a, it was a it was a fun a fundraising thing. So Wizards kind of you do you, can you remember when Wizards would have would have opened? Would it have been seventies or? Oh no, it wasn't seventies. It'd be eighties. It'd be sort of like mid eighties. Mid mid eighties. Now we're just we're at Kim's place and he's brought out some little wizards tokens yes and these are cool little um stamped out tokens with a kind of a groove down the middle with wizards imprinted in them and and i've seen these go on trade me for 20 bucks each and you say you've sold them for 50 bucks each yeah <laughs> it's great they, they are quite sought after they're very collectible for those people that used to go to wizards and um and we've also got a wonderful sign behind nick here um which i will be taking a photo of nick in front of the sign and uh, you procured the sign, didn't you? I did, yeah. Um, at some point. But Wizards was open until... And so that Wizards changed to Time Zone, I gather, um, it did, at, it did at some point. Also, yeah, sort of people just went away from doing the video game thing. Right. And I don't know, just right. sort of... But all of a sudden, it's, all, it's, it's just come back again. When they sort of reopened up the um, time, time outs, yeah. um, people just... People love those ticket games, those right. uh, redemption games. That's what it's become. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like kids, kids can play those things easily, and they and they get something for it. Whereas, like a video game is a bit harder for them to play. Like, I've had lots of video games, and my kids, they have played them. Yeah, but we we were up in Auckland. I think Lewis, we went up. Um, I think we might have been there for that Max um, competition, and um, and we went into the cinema complex, and and Lewis, I don't know, you got all those. You got like. 50 tickets but he got a silly key ring and it broke in the, on the same day so it's all it's all a lot of kind of um it's a money know. making it's yeah but it's it's all tat and and but you know the arcade history that we know of we used to play for enjoyment not to win tickets and stuff yeah. um so wizards uh do you know at what point did it be did it did it close or become time out well, i can't remember i was sort of uh, probably 90s because I, yeah. I, I was working two jobs yeah and that was sort of like a, just a part i was working for a, the guy that was running the place at the time his name was dave dave painter right and he he ran the place and he was having trouble with um people come in and drunk and stuff like yeah, that and yeah. like I was a bouncer and all my friends were bouncers yeah. so we used to come in on a Saturday and that that's how we ended up like taking the place over pretty much because right. um, he wanted some guys there to look after it because right. he was only a short wee fella um, sort of, and know, this would have been something. this would have been early 90s yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah he just got us to run it 
he'd just come and open it up, we'd go in and do it, then when we'd I'd sort of reach everything and he'd come and set the alarm and take take the money. And then it's only restaurant too. It had a fish, yeah, it was only like, oh, oh, the Yees. The Yees yeah, yeah. owned it. That's, that's right, right, yeah, the Yees. Right. And they had they used to do deals like milkshake and chips and yeah. burger and stuff. Was, was, it quite a, was it quite a big space? Oh, uh, I'm yeah. imagining it, it was, was a double big. story. Double story. Yeah. It was double story. So all the older games went upstairs. They had like uh, Rally X and Alpine Ski and yeah, yeah. Uh, defending that upstairs. And all the all the newer games were downstairs. The pinballs were down the very back against right. the walls around in sort of, sort of like an L shape. Right. And all the, been, all the big games, like the big, uh, um, you know, the big ones that you sit in, and they move yeah. up and down yeah. and left oh, and right. Yeah. Yeah. And above Wizards, yeah. um, which I only went up there twice, was a huge store storeroom above it, and there was heaps and heaps of old games up there. Wow. They had this helicopter one, wow. uh, which was yeah. pretty cool, which uh, had a screen on the front and one on the ground. Wow. And so you could, like, fly down. You could, oh, it was just really, really Was cool. that in use or just in storage? No, it was just in storage. Just in storage. Uh, there was something broken on, obviously. Because right. um, right. up, upstairs was also, there was Tron. Right. Tron got moved upstairs because there was with, a lift car. With the uh, Duramold yeah. cabinet. Or was it the big walking one? That it was you were a big walking one with yeah. like double okay. doors on it. Okay. Um, uh, Dragon's Lair was, was, that, was up, that, up there was as well. That actually, home, was that a custom build, or do you think it came over from America like that? Sounds like it would have been a custom it build. It may have been a custom build because I've yeah. never seen another one like no. it. No, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I only know if the, and Dur- it was really, the Duramold. I mean, it would have been really loud. It was cool. Wow. Because um, I remember because that guy Mick I was talking about before, he worked for Space Tech Coin in Wellington. And he used to do these one-off kind of constructions, like he did a big Terminator 2 shooting, you know, the the, the shooting yes. arcade game. Yeah. Well, he developed into like a cinerama type, like a room, where you went and you were shooting into a room at this huge screen. I mean, he built all that from scratch. He was a clever guy. Um, so just getting back to the pinballs at Wizards, how many do you reckon they were? Oh, there would have been about... Maybe eight. Yeah. And the, uh, or nineties kind of WPCs and yeah, a few was, system elevens maybe. There was there was all sorts. Of, the ones I can that I can really remember is um, Whitewater. Yeah. Um, taxi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because uh, like that, Taxi was set on that um, on that attract mode. Right. <laughs> I made those real cool voices. Right. Um, I just can't think. I think what else yeah. was there? There's what I remember. White Whitewater was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Oh, okay. We found a video of. Is that you? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't know how I'm going to put that into the podcast, but it's cool. <laughs> uh, hey, um, what other questions do I have for you? So there, there was another big arcade. Oh, here. So I've got yes. a big, que- a po- an important question. But you, yep. you go on. So yeah, the, there was there was um, Fun City. And oh yes, there was yes. Space City. So yes, yep. one was owned by Dave Sloan. It was all those old games like Indian Battle. Right. That had these old Atari ones, which were like black and white. There was one where you drove around a road at night drive or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and it's quite. And there was, a, there was a, one of the cool, coolest ones was like a big movie projector screen of like um, German planes, and you had machine guns, and you sh- you shot them, and they blew up on the wow. screen. Wow. And then the other place, which was by the West End Picture Theatre. It had the whole roof had been done like the surface of the moon. Wow! And um, that had stacks of games, and there's like a, a person in a little, like a little cage, and they used to like give you a God. That's a bit of work yeah. doing a ceiling like that. It was it was pretty cool. Amazing. The place next to Wizards, Penny Arcade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny Arcade was pretty big. That was owned by um, Chaston. Yeah. Um, and they had all those Chaston who, yeah. who built the Chastronics yeah. cabinets. Yeah. As our son, his son used to run it. Right. Um, and yeah, they had all those big sort of twenty-six inch low board cabinets all the way through, and they had right. those um, those counterfeit 
street street fighter games that were like really green. Oh, okay. They had that green hue in them. <laughs> but it was always those I mean like street street fighter. They weren't just the monitors was, that have like pegged out. Oh, but. but but they had quite a few um yeah. pinballs as well because I I've got some video footage of me playing some pins here. I it think was the, it was the heyday. They called the nineties the golden oh, era sure. of pinball. Um, and it certainly was from from certainly from about 1990 up until about 94, 95. Um, now the important question is that I want to know: We've got these two wonderful signs behind you, one from the doghouse, a neon sign, and then a beautiful illuminated. I think it's beautiful because I love this kind of um, period. Um, it looks very 70s. This wizard sign that's yellow with black print. How did you manage to come by those signs? Oh, just because <clears throat> what I do is I pick. Yeah. So as I, you know, I, I um, collect toys and I collect signs and stuff like right. that, and just through people that I've met, um, which um, this sign came up. So that was out the front, underneath the main veranda. Right. And it had. It was the it was the, over the footpath. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There was a big one that was out the front, which was five and a half meters high. That was wow. when when the quakes happened. Wow. They ended up pulling down the building with their yeah. sign with it. Right. Um, but yeah, I've just. Did you have to go and physically take it down yourself off the? No, 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 no. I I got it from um from a sign a sign guy. Right. So there was all these um sign sign places had uh, removed stuff and um, you know from like the nightclubs and yeah. stuff like that. And this, there's people have got stuff just tucked yeah. tucked away, yeah. Yeah. and they've actually just uh, forgotten and about it. Do you remember it. if you paid much for it when you bought it, or was no. it a gift because no, you no, were I, associated with I, the place? I think we traded for it. Oh, cool. Yeah, good. And the same with the doghouse? Yeah, the same with the doghouse one. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, traded for that as well. That's awesome. Trading's good. That's great. Now, um, it's great that you see the, the value in it because many people don't. But I'm one of the guys that do, and you do. And, and Kim, who, who has it now, you certainly do because you've got it on your wall in pride of place in your game room. And um, that's All just... these places are gone. I mean, yeah. the earthquakes taught a lot of people yeah. a lesson, I think. Yeah. You know, they... they they don't. They were onto a, you know, crosses was onto a real good thing, yeah. and then everything's gone. Then they go, oh, right. What do we do now? Have to rebuild. And yeah. sort of things have been a bit slow. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know why a lot of these places shut down. There was another big uh, video game arcade, um, which is where, which is now a skate skate park. So that right. was called Daytona Park, and they had like the outdoor go kart racing. Right. But they had a quite a big um, video game arcade inside. And they got rid of the video game arcade, and then they got rid of the go karting place, and they wow. put like a, a paintball thing there called Speed Speedball. Right. It didn't work. So you and said the go karting used to create a lot of fumes. And, and yeah, that was just a, that was just a really dumb idea. So <laughs> I can't imagine. There, yeah, there was no venting inside, inside the building. Just, like coughing. With these, <laughs> I think they only had like three, three or four cars. Yeah. But yeah, you had to start them up, and that actually reminds me to, about something that we haven't covered: is that when I was a kid. We went into arcades. People were smoking, and the carpet was kind of threadbare, and people were smoking. And the people used to put their cigarettes on the glass of the, the arcade yep, games burn, and burn stuff, the glass and, and burn down. You see these burn marks on these old arcade machines. So, do you remember the people smoking? Were you yeah, smoking in arcades? No, no, no. I've so I've never smoked. So yeah, I mean, yeah. but I have seen the effects of it, obviously. Yeah. But I, I remember the Defender. Yeah. Uh, at the doghouse had uh, twin ashtrays, had one on each side. <laughs> left or right-handed, um, yeah, and they and they used to wreck the glass, um, yeah. the glass and the sort of plastics and that. The other thing that used to wreck the machines is people playing Hyper Olympics with a twenty-cent oh. piece. Oh yeah, and you'd have buttons with a big slot. 
Yeah. And all the all the metal uh, joystick panel would be yeah. like scratched to buggery and, and even onto the glass. And it made a hell of a noise too. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. Using the and coin. I remember because I I remember people um, they had this funny carpet at Wizards and uh, you know like it had a big wizard on it and then they had this liner and people used to go up with they had like particular shoes. They'd rub their shoe on it and then they'd touch the coin back and it would click over a credit. Oh, wow. And the other thing they used to do is they, if we used to catch them, they used to have those electronic lighters. Right. And they'd take the piece out with the, and they'd stick that inside and they'd click it. Right. And it would um, click up a credit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, it was, it was, it was early 80s. And people had just it was as simple as a bit of wire with a hook on it, and in those days we had the reject chute. Yeah. You could get up and you could get access to the trip wire of the coin switch, and people used to go to jiggle it yeah. until it caught the trip wire and get credits. So the staff used to be on the lookout for kids with bits yeah. of wire in their pockets. Um, but uh, yeah, those were the you know that's what we used to I do. Think, to... I think I think it was as they had about six black and white cameras in there, yeah. but only two of them were real. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other ones were just that was just nothing. That's awesome. Hey, um, so yeah, I think we've covered off pretty much everything I can think of. Is there anything else that you can think of that's kind of makes for good, um, good uh, recollection of the arcade history of Christchurch? Um, we were funny, a funny incident at Wizards. Um, this girl, this big Mary girl, yeah, came in and she was playing. A pinball, I can't remember which which one it was, and obviously the machine got the better of her, and she went away, and she came back, and she had a bag, a duffel bag, right, and she pulled this chain out, and she smashed. Oh my god! She smashed the glass, right, the back glass, um, pieces off the thing. She, well, I mean, we had to call the police because she's just wow. going nuts. Just a sustained attack. Just a sustained attack. On and what guy. was the game? I you know? was it one of the nineties games? Yeah. Uh, I think it was White Water. I'm not, yeah. I, I can't remember. Wow. It, it wasn't Taxi. She um, just got so just, infuriated yeah. with just, the just machine. Just you think it was it. the machine that did that, or was she just. I don't know. She may have been on something, but yeah, she went away and she came back with this duffel bag. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. And she pulls this chain out. And it, was, it wasn't a little chain, it was a wow. big chain. Wow. She started to swing it around and just wham it. I'm like, Hell. And did the police take her away into custody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the day so you, went, have to, you had to, to hold her there while the police came? No, we. I told people to, because we had like a little microphone thing, and yeah. I just sort of told people to sort of get away from her and right. um, on, on, on uh, the mic, and then we shut the door. And um, she was quite irate, but I mean, she wasn't there to hurt me. Yeah. So yeah, we just called the police, and the police, we had quite a good um, rapport with the team, team police at the yeah. time. Yeah. They used to come and get burgers and chips and stuff, you know, for nothing. And, and you were uh, doing security at that time? Yeah, well, there's yeah. me in. In our flat, mm. all all the guys that lived in our flat were all bouncers. Yeah. So we were like we worked during the day and we were bouncers at night time. Yeah. So they'd come in on the weekend and yeah. they'd sort of help me out and just keep watch and uh, some some of the video footage I've got you can see them some of the guys that are that are in there and they they just like keep keeping watching and for that they got to play games for free. Yeah, that's awesome. So it was good. Well, you know they just blended into the crowd. What about circus sessions at um, Wizards? On Saturday nights, yeah, from seven to ten, yep. ten dollars, right. right. yeah, right. two hours. Just yeah, I've I've had games on sites before, and um, yeah. they've had, they've actually gone all right. Um, one of the first games I bought, 
I think the first video game I ever bought was a dedicated Asteroids. Oh wow! Yeah, and I bought that for a guy called Paul Paul Mellon. Yeah. he had a lot of games. So the Asteroids came out in '79. Yep. And when did you buy it? Uh, in the 80s I got, yeah I got no it would be the 90s I, I got made redundant and right. I got a huge payout right and I don't know what I wanted to do and I went oh, I might go and buy some video games so well, I bought five I think yeah and there was a place in town called Hypara which was um, an apartment block it was yeah. three three stories and uh, a guy used to cut cut my hair he uh, yeah. lived in there and he lived in this it was like a big loft yeah sort of five or six bed bedroom thing and they had a big long straight wall yeah he goes, oh, why don't you put some games in there? Yeah. And because they were all, um, they used to drink and they yeah. used to smoke. And yeah. I stuck these games, games in there, and they're all on 20 cent play. Yeah. And um, I go in there like every two weeks, and the coin boxes would be overflowing. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, we were there one night yeah. for a party and we were watching them. And, and they'd go out and have a bit of a smoke, and they'd come and they'd put 20 cents in the, um, the Asteroids game, yeah. and they wouldn't even play it. They just stand there watching the rocks explode. They just, I was going, oh, this is all right. <laughs> so, yeah, we were just, um, they stayed there for a while and then, then they moved. I think they were in there for like a couple of years, I think. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I made yeah. some pretty good money. Did you buy them. the video games with the intention of citing them? Or did you get, no, already I, have, you already had the video games? We had them at our, yeah. at our flat yeah. in the garage. And it was across from us from uh, Intermediate. Yeah. And I went, so my first intent, my, my first thing was, oh, I've got this Intermediate here. Three o'clock, open up the garage door because it was right across the road, yeah. and turn all the games on. And the kids would come in and play play the games, and I'd make some money off them. Right. Oh, parents coming down, and going, "Oh, my son's just been caught stealing milk money because to, to play your to games, play your stupid games." So <laughs> I thought oh, I need to do something. I mean, it wasn't big, a big earner, but it was. Yeah. You know. And I th- yeah, I think I had five or six games there. It was Don- Donkey Kong and yeah. um, Pingo and. Time Pilot and then Exerian. And did you was. ever op- operate any pinballs as well? Um, well, I had Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, that was the first one I bought. I paid yeah. $2,000 for that. Yeah. And I bought the Data East Star Wars. Yeah. And I paid a grand for that. And that yeah. came from Akaroa. And yeah. the guy delivered it to me. Cool. And that, this was back in the day when we had this, that newspaper called the Buy Sell Exchange. And right, yeah. Which yeah. sort of, you know, trade me sort of wrecked wreck yeah. that now. Yeah. Um, and you put them on site or just have them at home? No, I, I, I had those on site. Yeah. Yeah. Burger, bar, burger, burger yeah, bar type? Yes, Burger Barn. They were on two, you know, three games for two yeah. bucks. And yeah. it was it was at a trucker's, it was at a trucker's stop. So, like, you know, the trucks would just go in there, order their thing, yeah. throw in yeah. two bucks, play one game, yeah. and they just leave, leave the, much. the other two credits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That hey, um, I think that's kind of wraps it up. Now, where what is the time? Well, we've had forty minutes. That's really quite a good, um, quite a good time period. So, I think we've covered off pretty mostly everything. So, where you're taking part in the um, Wellington versus Christchurch comp today? Hopefully tonight. Yeah, tonight? not yeah. won't be today. I've got a, I've got some stuff to do today. But yeah. tonight's one. I think it starts to be around seven o'clock, isn't yeah. it? Seven. Which which really just leads me leads me to my last question about how your involvement with arcade and pinball now i mean are you still enjoying it and are, yeah, you, well, uh, are your kids enjoying it i hadn't well? really done anything and then i got invited to a comp at in james jameson's place yeah oh maybe a couple of years ago yeah maybe three years ago yeah and i got there was quite a few people played i think it was like 50 and right. i got i got second awesome and i'm like, oh this is all right then we had uh, i think three months later we had one at luke's place and i yeah. won it Oh, that's good. And I went, oh, this, this is okay. But it really is luck of the draw. It's, yeah. it's who you get because yeah. there's some really good players like um, 
like you two guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, so I do enjoy it. It's just uh, you know, allowing time to do it. Now, and my wife plays. She yeah. she she enjoys it. Yeah. She especially enjoys it when she gets a better school than me. Yeah. I don't hear the end of it. And my son, <laughs> my oldest son, who's now six sixteen, he plays. He's tried to get his girlfriend into playing as well, but it's just, that's just another thing. And a seven year old, um, he 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 loves games. He that's loves awesome. them. Well, what I'm finding just uh, from observation is that pinball is enjoying a bit of a, a comeback. Oh yeah, for sure. And and in the, especially in the last sort of um, two two years, I think, and the games now that are coming out, the new ones are at such a, a high level of um, standard, high standard, and really good titles, and good designers. We've got some of the old designers, such as Dennis Nordman and Brian Eddy, who were designing in the nineties. And now working for Stern again, yeah. And they're they're releasing. They're, well, they've yet to release some new titles. So it's all very exciting, and I'm excited about pinball, and that's why it's been great to talk to you today, yeah. Nick, and it's hear just, about. It's, it's just the price of them is like shot up. Oh yeah, they're expensive. But they then, are very but then, then the nineties they were still about eight and a half thousand for a, including GST for a standard machine. Um, of course, now we've got three price points. The lowest price point being. Ten thousand, yeah, and then twelve eight, and then fifteen eight for the alley. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. That has gone up, but in in what's that? That was for ninety three, in twenty five years, um, they've they haven't gone up that much for some, the for the some entry of those level models. Games that were wizards model. back in the day are still going strong, like uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone is a fantastic game. Great, great game. They're um they're very collectible, and people restore them beautifully and uh, have them running good so hey thanks Nick for your time and uh, I hope if you've been listening to this you've enjoyed a little bit about Christchurch's pinball history and arcade history and um, yeah so thanks for listening thank you Nick thank you very much cheers buddy cheers